Who's your real enemy? Part 2 I know your brain might find this difficult to believe, but the world does not revolve around you. It's hardly ever about you. When the saved praise that God consumed their enemies, they have learned and understood from the beginning that they have one enemy in his legions, that's the devil. He is the enemy of God's anointed and of all souls. I know you want to flatter yourself often and yearn to revenge against those that pray this way, though you haven't a clue how fierce their battle is that they're reduced to such requests. But it's not pertaining to you, and so it's not your concern to know or understand. What you must know, though, is that if you are in fact a demon sent by the devil himself, well, the chastisement that befalls those evil spirits and their master won't skip you. Stop being so defensive over what doesn't concern you. But if you feel that it still irks you after having understood this, then that's your cue to get right with God because it's biblical to rebuke demons and evil spirits. God's child has not been called to tolerate, babysit, or nurture evil and its wiles, but to resist and rebuke them. You can't understand things of the faith because your heart has been hardened by its plots already. When you don't understand something, read your Bible and see how long and how many plagues it took Pharaoh to recognize God was indeed with Moses. When you resist God and his people, you're actually attracting God's plagues on you. When it becomes too much for you to handle and you feel overwhelmed by the plague that chastises you, remember that God is but a prayer away and his desire is that you bend your knees before him and recognize and respect him as the one and only Almighty God who sits in majesty upon his heavenly throne but sees all with his seven eyes. Not one of his eyes are blind and nothing escapes him, not even the schemes forming in the depths of your heart. Know this and know this well. God's silence doesn't mean that he has rejected his own. What goes on between God and his servant is between father and child. It doesn't concern outsiders. So you see, you're actually out of line if you interfere in God's plan for his servants. You'll need not tell anyone if you're nosy or gossiper. By interfering each time, you tell God's people exactly who you are so that they learn to steer clear from you. If you want to be counted as an honest person, then conduct yourself as such. A conversation between God's child and God's enemy is simply that. To interrupt or include yourself in it is also to unveil your dark side for those who didn't know that you were evil to recognize your true colors. God's word said, Where your heart is, there also your treasure shall be. If in fact you've been wicked in your thoughts toward others, each time you hear them rebuking the greatest enemy to mankind, known Satan, if you feel some type of way to want to protect evil, then you have also revealed yourself as God's arch enemy. True Christians 
Never need to tell people who their real enemy is, though it feels like a multitude of legions. There's only one, Satan, that leads the whole. Because this world has become so complicated with people who goes to church too, they take communion too, they go through the form, the routine too, a pretext of being saved too, but no one can trick the Holy Spirit. You see, as says the Haitian saying, a leaky roof can fool the sun but not the rain. The sun there represents the mass of people without the Holy Spirit to guide them or doesn't care to know either. The rain, however, portrays the Holy Spirit who isn't able to be bargained with or tricked. If you want a biblical version, when David had five stones but used only three, the three stones, if looked upon figuratively, represents God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The first stone, God gave a chance because of his compassion. The second stone, God the Son, gave a chance because of his salvation plan to be soon implemented. The third stone, however, God the Holy Spirit, gives no chances. He's the third strike. And Goliath, you're out. There's always time to repent as long as the door to grace is open. But once the door to grace closes, you're no longer safe and no more time left to repent. God's arch enemy is your enemy. Draw the line for him to not be able to cross it. Stay in God's will. God will have your back so long as you abide and remain in check.